This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. As we speak, Chris O'Brien is probably motoring his way to a secret habitat in New Mexico or something like that to continue his writing project with David Perkins, I gather. We might actually hear from him during the course of this episode if he has decent cell phone reception. Otherwise, he'll be lost in a digital haze. That's kind of like a transporter beam that doesn't quite get the information, so you end up at the other end of the connection with the head of a fly. Oh, no, that, or, was, a, that was a bad science fiction movie. Or you end up in the wrong time. Well, that's it, too. Of course, there are a lot of times I'd like to visit, but I'd like to be younger when I get there. So if I go back, like, 50 years, I want to be 50 years younger. Or if I go 50 years in the future, 50 years younger... That would be interesting. I just wonder here with a transporter, it's supposed to duplicate your molecules exactly. But imagine, just imagine here, that it could modify you. So when you are reassembled at the other end of the connection, you've got more hair, you're slimmer, more muscular, you're 20 years younger. You know, you kind of develop yourself and have the transporter computer figure out your ideal personality, not just a duplicate, but something better. Well, instead of the fountain of youth, you'll have the transporter of youth. I wonder why Star Trek really hasn't focused on that. Well, funnily enough, I actually just was wasting some time earlier watching, uh, and it was a Star Trek episode uh, involving a classic transporter accident, you know, sent to the wrong time and how do you get back, that kind of thing. They've used that so many times over all the the different incarnations. Well, you know, there's going to be a new Star Trek series from CBS called Star Trek, I guess, Discovery, which is a starship that is before the Enterprise. And it will focus on the first officer to be called Number One. And that was a character that appeared first in The Cage, the first Star Trek episode that was made as a pilot. And then it was disassembled as a two-parter when they got the original series cast. Okay, so the woman who plays Nurse Chapel played number one. Yes, yes, I, I remember. So her character will be the character. Majel Barrett. See, that's the character it'll be based on. So it still observes Star Trek, but Star Trek maybe 10 years ahead of the Captain Kirk era. And so the way it's going to work with CBS is that it'll premiere on the network. And then supposedly you will subscribe to CBS All Access. I think outside the U.S. it'll be on Netflix. Yeah, probably. Sure. So I wouldn't even try to project the various licensing. But I don't do that kind of thing. The only subscription service I get is Netflix right now. And I moved into a complex which has fairly inexpensive rents, but free internet and free dish network. Free internet. Can't argue with that, really. And free 
Dish Network, but not completely free. You got to pay for the set-top box. So it's free for the service, but to actually get the service, you have to pay $20, $30 a month, which is better than $150 or $200. Now, what I want to ask you about that before we get on with our guests and everything. In Scotland, what kind of TV service do they offer there? Satellite like we have here or what? Just not too long ago, all there was was just the terrestrial TV, normal TV. Then cable started coming in really in the 1980s with a satellite late 80s, I suppose, 90s. Um, then there was a big, uh, what they call Freeview, this first kind of free digital TV. And nowadays, most TV packages like this, they're, they're bound up with the old, you get your landline phone, your um, sky television, whatever, and your internet. All those three are always together, the TV, the internet, the broadband, and your landline at home. And various phone companies and what have you are on the go. But So I would say that you People do have digital set-top boxes, but you you don't really need the uh, the old dish anymore. I don't think. I don't think. Well, people do still have dishes um, put in, but I, I'm, I've never actually, I've never had satellite myself. But I'm just thinking. I'm sure I know people with Sky, which is a satellite company, but they don't have a dish. So they, it must come, you know, through the, the cable, as it were, just like through the uh, the internet, I suppose. Well, here there is probably a dish for Dish Network, but it's at the main office, the clubhouse for this complex, a housing complex. And so everybody has a coax cable here, and that goes through every dwelling. And the same thing with the internet. There's an Ethernet port, at least one in the dwelling, and with a little bit of finagling, I was able to get them to give me four for no extra cost. <laughs> So there's where we go. In any case, it obviously gives us good reception on Skype. Gogs, have you heard at all this story about the fact that they're getting some kind of signal from space that might have some intelligence? I read just actually tonight on, you know, the Australian podcast, Mysterious Universe, Micah Hanks, you know, Nick Redfern, people like that quite often write stories there. And it's a great site just to go in and to see who's written what. And I did see one today about it's not not a SETI or whoever had actually recorded this signal haven't jumped out saying, you know, this is whatever. But the initial thoughts are that it is definitely not anything random. Uh, I can't remember, it, it comes from one of these quite mundanely named star systems, not one of the, I believe in, the, what constellation is it in, Gene? I'm looking in, at that anyway. right now. Yeah. Okay. And it says here, I'm looking at the location here, and I have to keep going, and it's not a very far star system. I think it's 94 light years away. Now, if that's the case, then what we're hearing would be 94 years old. Yeah. So that being the case, it's getting more interesting there. Of course, we found an Earth-like planet on one of the stars in Alpha Centauri, which is like four some odd light years away. Now, unless we have warp drive, this is still a deal breaker because it'll take many years for us to get there and back 
Of course, if the aliens are using subspace, then we get the signal immediately if we develop that technology. And if they have warp drive, well, we mentioned this when we were talking to Mark D'Antonio just a few weeks ago on the Paracast, that there is a possibility that we have a burgeoning handle on what warp drive might entail. So possibly in the next, I don't know, few decades, Zephram Cochran will be able to invent warp drive, be contacted by the Vulcans, and that's all over, folks. Well, I mean, I think that the, the, the whole kind of science right now would look at it as being a problem of we just don't even have near the capability to produce enough energy to warp space. Uh, the thinking just now is that to physically warp the fabric of space takes just a ridiculous amount of energy. But now, I understand however, that the newest development is much less ridiculous. Yes, I, I'd heard that too. But what I was going to say, it wasn't that long ago before we didn't know about atomic power. And atomic power compared to other forms of power, even like steam locomotion or something, uh, just not long before, was just a quantum leap. And who's to say that we don't discover another quantum leap in terms of um, energy generation? And then these kind of calculations before even doing anything might not seem so far-fetched. But I had heard that maybe somebody had streamlined a design, a theory that may not need anywhere near the the kind of uh, amounts of energy that were being talked about. But I don't really know any specifics. We'll have specifics, but not about that. We have Dr. Robert Davis, who works with Experiencer.org. So obviously he does talk to people who've been abducted or had other experiences. But he's also skeptical about the progress being made to figure out what UFOs are. So I think he's speaking my language. Dr. Robert Davis with Gox Mackay and Gene, you're in the podcast. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. You're fired. According to the Small Business Administration, 75% of small businesses plan to eliminate jobs or reduce workers' hours to part-time. You're fired. According to Gallup, the unemployment rate recently jumped to nearly 9%, and the underemployment rate hit a staggering 17.9%. You're fired. One out of three young adults and one out of two recent college graduates are underemployed. Hello, I'm Keith Abel, a pharmacist and a home business entrepreneur. In 2011, I became one of those statistics myself. Instead of looking for another job in corporate America, I joined Dr. Joel Wallet, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. We're creating steady incomes for ourselves and would like to show you how to do the same. 
If you want to supplement your current income, replace your income, so you don't have to become one of the statistics, then give me a call toll-free at 866-257-3105. 866-257-3105. You're fired. Don't wait till you hear those words. Start creating an extra income today. 866-257-3105. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Today, how to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step 1. Stop putting it off. If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything. Your home, your car, even your life savings. Step 2. Call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from Incorporate.com. 1-800-914-6977. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. So you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-914-6977. Step three, congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-914-6977. That's 1-800-914-6977. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Just want to remind your neighbors that we have a special feature of the show called the Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com. And what we offer is the commercial-free version of this show. We offer the After the Paracast podcast. We offer show transcripts, videos, a few intro chapters of And My Dog Sing Chopin from Ray Stanford and Chris O'Brien. More features are coming. Low subscription rates. And by the way, we got this deal. It might be expired by now. I have a copy of the Gray Barker reprint of The Case for the UFO the M.K. Jessup book, the annotated version, the Varro edition, as in great condition, if you subscribe to the Powercast Plus for a lifetime, you're the first one to order and let us know if you want to order, we get you that. Also have a complete collection or almost complete collection of the Fantastic Universe sci-fi pulp magazine from the 1950s. That's also going to go to the first taker. Otherwise, we have free ebooks from me and Chris. So, what can you lose? Plus.theparacast.com. Dr. Robert Davis is someone who's been in and around the UFO field for a while. 
He's with experiencers.org, which is the Edgar Mitchell organization. And we'll talk to him about that. He's also author of a recent book called The UFO Phenomenon, Should I Believe? And we'll want to know about that. And he's given me permission, Dr. Davis, to call him Bob. So, Bob, welcome to the PowerCast. I know you're a listener, so you know the routine. Tell us about your background and what led you into the UFO field. Well, Gene, thank you very much for inviting me on your show. I've I've been a uh, long-time listener. For some reason, I've always been interested in the phenomenon, like millions of others. I'm not entirely sure why. But what really sparked my interest is when uh, my wife and I observed two orange orbs in Sedona, Arizona, back in 2012. And uh, one appeared, round, orange, and then a second second one either emerged from it or from behind it. They both remained stationary for a period of time and then eventually winked out. From that moment on, uh, I decided to commit my thoughts, opinions, etc. on paper, and that evolved into the book. Uh, from that, I uh, appeared on many radio shows, uh, members of the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation for Research into Extraterrestrial Encounters. Extraterrestrial is a term I do, do not like, but we'll use it anyway. They invited me to be a member of the board of directors and research team of this relatively new foundation. And we have undertaken a, a very intensive research uh, program trying to better understand the nature of the phenomenon. But uh, briefly, I did receive a doctorate in neuroscience from the Ohio State University and have uh, been a researcher for numerous years. And thus, I, I try to maintain an objective opinion about this phenomenon. And I'm not going to draw any firm conclusions uh, during our discussion because I have none. Now, that's um, an interesting thing here, Bob, because when we had someone representing the foundation maybe a year or two back, I kind of ragged on them for using the word extraterrestrial. I don't know if you remember yeah. that particular show. And they didn't change it because nobody listens to me. That's perfectly normal. Uh, My wife doesn't listen to me. My son doesn't listen to me. My dog certainly doesn't listen to me. So why should any organization listen to me? (laughs) We have a lot in common, apparently. Yes, Ray Hernandez, who's a member, certainly, of the the, the Free Foundation, was on your show. And uh, he's really the the brains of the operation. And uh, he does a remarkable job uh, leading the charge, so to speak, and and directing our, our progress. I do not like the term extraterrestrial. Coincidentally, over the past few days, members of our board of directors have been debating about uh, an alternative term to extraterrestrial because there's no clear consensus or confirming evidence that this phenomenon is extraterrestrial in nature. It may be. It may be certainly reflective of numerous types of phenomena, just not uh, entirely. The thing I want to emphasize here is I kind of think that at the early stages back to the days of Major Donald Kehoe, that they settled on ET as a process of elimination. Well, it exhibits advanced characteristics of flight. We can't seem to keep up with it. Therefore, it's doing things our craft can't do. It seems to be real. It seems to be solid. It seems to be metallic. Therefore, it must be ET, a process of elimination. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I, I certainly understand why they they label the phenomena using that term. Uh, it's, it's it is understandable. At that time, when the term was applied and and stuck through the de- decades, 
we did not have a, a better grasp of the phenomenon, which does uh, have some aspects of the paranormal involved, psychic phenomena of some type, and um, certainly theories in quantum physics have emerged that attempt to also explain the nature of the phenomenon. So as we learn more about the phenomenon, it, it becomes less apparent that it, it is extraterrestrial entirely in nature, although it may be. Um, but uh, if we go back to uh, statements from Jacques Vallée and Alan Hynek and John Mack, among a few others, uh, it's certainly uh, beyond a complex phenomenon that's not only physical in nature, but uh, has a, a so-called psychic component to it. And, and we'll hopefully address that issue because some of the results from our research do clearly indicate that. And, and we're certainly, of Again, not alone in that regard, as other researchers have, have uh, came to that same conclusion. Okay, so let's so, look at this now. If someone says to you, Bob, I think UFOs are ET, obviously extraterrestrial, and those involved in the disclosure movement kind of say, well, we know they're extraterrestrial, let's just have the government confirm it for us, and we can just sit back and relax. So if you're confronted with this, I think they're ET. We have to do a break in about a minute and ten, so just let you know. What do you say? We can cover this in this segment and the next. What argument do you pose to them specifically? We can go into detail here. That indicates there is more to it than just E.T. from Alpha Centauri or somewhere. Well, where's the data that, that provides irrefutable evidence that it is E.T.? Um, it's, a, it's a speculation, uh, despite the contention by many leading ufologists who firmly believe it is ET in nature. Uh, and that's what turns me off to ufology in general, among other many things. But the conclusions drawn are made oftentimes on the basis of, of limited uh, evidence that clearly indicates the nature uh, and origin of this phenomenon, of which we, in my mind, have no firm clue. Uh, there's certainly more questions and answers than anything else, and uh, and and we we don't know, of course, the origin of it. But it's it's almost by process of elimination that it is ET, uh, which is why many people regard it as as that in nature, uh, for lack of a better understanding of alternative possibilities of which we are becoming now more familiar with, and thus. Extra-dimensional, uh, psychocultural hypotheses, uh, psychic phenomena, uh, or an aberration of, of the mind itself, uh, or, or all combined, among other theories, might, might be applicable towards explaining the theory. The book is called The UFO Phenomenon from Robert Davis, Ph.D. More to come with Gene and guest co-host Gogs Mackay. You're in The Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Can your vitamin supplements positively affect your blood in five minutes? Protovite can. Protovite is a genuine breakthrough liquid daily nutrition that delivers quality ingredients into your blood in less than five minutes. Scientifically proven and backed by clinical studies, Protovite supports energy, vitality, and optimal health. Watch our two-minute live blood cell video and see for yourself at VNIINC.com slash ProHealth. That's VNIINC.com slash ProHealth. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? 
I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. My name is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. The guest co-host is Gogs Mackay. Chris O'Brien is on the road somewhere. If he is near a decent cellular connection, which isn't always certain out there in the wilderness, he'll call in. 
Robert Davis, PhD, author of The UFO Phenomenon, and as you see, he's not an ET believer. So let's specifically look at this, state some characteristics about UFOs that create the doubt about ET. Well, I, I don't dispel the possibility that some aspect of the phenomenon could be uh, from another solar system. We simply can't make any firm conclusion, however, uh, of what the nature of it is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an agnostic, therefore, regarding the phenomenon. Uh, after looking at the evidence, objectively, I can't commit either to a belief or a, a non-belief that they're controlled by something that's non-earthly in origin. I, I, I don't know, despite, again, the contention of many that they do know. Uh, I, I don't see any firm evidence of, of that. But obviously, their behavior, their kinematic behavior, defies logical explanation. They mitigate laws of inertia and gravity. They have physical effects on, on individuals as well as psychological effects. And thus, because of, their, because of the way in which they do not ascribe to current scientific principles, uh, people consider it to represent an advanced civilization and and that's understandable now that doesn't necessarily mean again that that they are light years uh, away from from earth and are coming here for whatever purpose um, again that may be the case but i'm not going to stick my neck on the line and say that 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 definitively is uh, there are many other plausible explanations that might account for the phenomenon which in my mind is real and that's the only th thing i can say with with uh, absolute conviction, this phenomenon is real. The obvious question uh, is the underlying who, what, and why is associated with the phenomenon, and for which I believe we do not have a clue. Again, despite the contention by by many researchers in the field that they do, and continually continuing to focus on on the retrospective analysis of prior events, uh, like the obvious Roswell and Rendlesham, Phoenix Lights, uh, famous abduction cases, uh, uh, among other noted, well-researched events from the past, we're not going to further our understanding of this enigma. And yet, I find it interesting. I, I, it's more appealing than watching the political debates on CNN. I enjoy it. But in terms of advanced our understanding of the phenomenon, which, which should be of paramount importance to the mainstream scientific community, which it unfortunately is not, and which should be engaged more in terms of proper research by ufology organizations, which it is not, we have, uh, we have an associated complex situation which, which represents a phenomenon that has potential for having significant implications on a personal and societal level that, again, is unfortunately largely ignored, poorly approached. Hi, Bob. Gogs here. Yeah, I just wanted to come in here and quickly kind of ask you, did you ever have any kind of second thoughts about, you know, giving your name publicly to anything to do with abduction or UFO, UFO research, considering that, you know, you could have had a just straight ahead academic career in, in neuroscience? And, you know, why, why do you feel able to, or maybe, I, maybe I, it's easy to ask you why you feel able to be open that you're interested in this subject, but why do you think there are to such resistance in academia that 
to not investigate this subject because it's one of the subjects that we could investigate relatively so cheaply and the payoff could be so big. You think, well, what's the harm in doing it? So to me, when, when, we, when you're preaching to the converted here in terms of, you know, myself and Jean are in, in total agreement with virtually everything you've said. And I, I, I still can't figure out why the scientific community, why far more people at least won't give it, give it a look and maybe not even stray into abductions or anything that's too kind of edgy, but even just to let's, you know, guarantee that we're looking at objects that are created machines that, that are defying our knows, uh, known laws of physics, etc. Um, so, why, why do you think science still has this reluctance to get involved? Well, yeah, there, there are obvious uh, uh, issues at hand. One, obviously, is the fear of ridicule by colleagues. Um, John Mack knew that all too well. He had a fight for tenure with, with the administration of Harvard University for his atypical viewpoints regarding alien abductions, which he eventually believed to be uh, real in nature. Of course, uh, people in uh, academia need to try to get tenure. Uh, thus, they need to publish. There are no scientific refereed journals that will accept any papers on UFO-related topics. Uh, thus, it's, it's, it's an area of research that doesn't have any payoff, let's say, um, in that regard, in terms of advancement within academia. Um, you, you know, plus, plus research that has been done in the past has yielded limited, if any, success. And thus, they may view that uh, lack of um, uh, conclusive uh, results uh, as, as a, a, the foundation by which research is not worthy of investigation. So, and, and many regard it, obviously, as a New Age movement uh, uh, of pseudoscience in, in general, uh, and, and that's not consistent with their educational background. Uh, but I think that the, the ridicule factor is, is at the forefront, forefront, although there obviously are, are several academicians, scholars, and you know, worldwide, who are uh, very much engaged in this, uh, we have members on on free, such as Rudy Shield, uh, the executive director, who's a leading uh, physicist uh, and runs the uh, astrophysics lab at Harvard University. Um, John Klimo, noted uh, noted psychologist, uh, Dean Radin. Uh, who I spoke to recently about the term extraterrestrial, and he's, I guess he, he doesn't like it either, um, uh, who obviously is, is an authority in, in parapsychology and related, uh, related topics. Um, the point is there are obviously many scientists, both present and past, who have been engaged in, in research, but it's too few in number. And that's one major reason why the current state of affairs in ufology is is begging for an overhaul, in my mind. Yet, let me emphasize that I commend all researchers who have, have spent considerable time and effort trying to understand this phenomenon and associated organizations who, who uh, have that same goal. But unless, unless we, we reestablish some kind of uh, unified governance structure with defined goals and objectives to also recruit qualified scientists from multidisciplinary uh, areas. Uh, 
to engage in a, in a type of research that may not be successful, but at least the attempt should be made, uh, to try to devise a paradigm, a protocol, using current scientific principles and hopefully new ones to be established, which I think are required to better understand this phenomenon. We're not going to make any, any advancements in the field. Uh, and look at the past several decades. What, is, what have we learned? We have, we have learned a great deal. There's no question about it, but, but we're scratching the surface. Um, and, and, and we all want the answer, and we're never going to get the answer by continually uh, focusing on on issues associated with with Roswell and and other retrospective events, which are very interesting, intriguing, stimulating. I enjoy listening to it, reading books on it. There's a lot of nonsense out there, obviously, as well as a lot of sense, and the, and the public at large finds it difficult to, to decipher who and what to believe, uh, and that and that adds an, another lack of credibility to to ufology. We've got more to come with Dr. Robert Davis, author of The UFO Phenomenon. And as you see, he's pointing to other possibilities, and I have a few questions for him once he gets past this discussion with Gogs Mackay, our guest co-host. You're in The Podcast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack. Focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar, find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. 
Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply, or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now, earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Has neck, back, or shoulder pain got you down? Go to sunshine-pillows.com and get soothing comfort, support, and pain relief fast. Their microwavable heat therapy pillows and wraps treat neck and shoulder pain, reduce stress, and relax the soul. An ergonomic pillow from Sunshine Pillows supports your head and neck on long trips or when simply resting at home. Be good to yourself. Visit sunshine-pillows.com. Sunshine-pillows.com. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Our guest, Robert Davis, PhD, we call him Bob, author of the UFO phenomenon. And we had to do the break, Bob. I interrupted you on your presentation. Would you like to go on before I ask you a fly in the ointment question okay oh. oh no no go ahead please proceed okay fly in the ointment now this week by the way originally we were going to have james Carrion, who was a former international director of mufon author of the rosetta deception and the forthcoming book the roswell deception and he'll be on in two weeks but in the meantime bob i don't know if you've followed what Carrion has to say but he says the ghost rockets of World War II and after, that was kind of a psyops operation where they were kind of fooling or spooking the Russians and it wasn't really real. And that there is an office of strategic deception that was created that may also be involved with Roswell. It was a deception. There was never a crash ship there. It was all done in the interest of war games, psychological effects during the Cold War. I don't know. Have you heard about this theory? Yeah, and and, and it relates to the MyLab uh, phenomenon, uh, abductions that that are being conducted by by let's say earthly <laughs> individuals for whatever for whatever means, um, uh, and that may very well be be the case. Um, it, it may have been initiated uh, back in the forties, uh, persisted throughout time, um, uh, and uh, for whatever reason, who knows? And you know something? I don't care. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting, however, to contemplate. But the point is, it, it doesn't get at the heart of the matter, and that's that's where I'm coming from. Let's let's stop with the retrospective analysis. Uh, let's stop 
Let's stop exploring past events, which get us nowhere. Let's stop on this trying to figure out what presidents know about about UFOs, so, you know, the historical uh, examination of specific cases, uh, um, et cetera, et cetera. And we need to be prospective. We need to uh, focus our attention there. Uh, one way in doing so, I think, is what Free is doing, among what other researchers, too few in number, have attempted in the past. And, and if anything, from our research, and, and eventually we'll get into some of the data, uh, if, if anything, uh, we're not going to have any answers. We may be able to provide some keen insights that that go way above and beyond what we're going to learn about figuring out uh, anything from the Disclosure Project, which is important and very interesting, and I commend those who initiated it, like Greer and Bassett. But nevertheless, uh, we need to try to stimulate interest on the part of, of the mainstream scientific community to consider this an important concern. And the only way to do this is to generate uh, research in as best a way as possible at the present time, which is not easy to do because there are so, a lot of uh, issues concerning the validity and the reliability of the methodology that, that presents issues uh, 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 in terms of formulating uh, concrete conclusions. But nevertheless, we'll attempt to submit our research in refereed scientific journals to at the very least wake up the scientific community to hopefully stimulate their interest, making them more aware of the phenomenon so that they can possibly build upon our research. Eventually, who knows when, more understanding about the associated who, what, and why's of the phenomenon may be realized or not. Or not, uh, but but I, I I can you know too much is is discussed about the past. Uh, interesting, yes, we learned something, yes, uh, but it's more entertainment as far as I'm concerned than anything else. Um, we're not going to achieve the the essential objective, which I just stated, and um, we need to overhaul ufology. We truly do. Uh, how that can be done. No clue. Maybe it's not possible. I, I'm willing to lead the charge for whatever my two cents is worth. Let's say we're putting the whole of ufology into the washing machine. We're pulling it out. We're getting rid of all the crap. We're not. We're no longer looking at these tired old same cases and looking at the same way. As we hang it out in the washing line or whatever, what, what ideally would you like the new ufology to look like and how would it be different from the past? Uh, that's, that's an excellent question. I, I do uh, address that to some extent in, in my book. Um, uh, obviously, we have to begin from the top down, uh, try to unify existing organizations worldwide, especially the more credible ones, and try to provide a uniform umbrella, so to speak, where all information or evidence is shared, all databases are shared. Uh, there's one spokesperson uh, with an, an associated team of, of established leaders across many disciplines uh, who can develop protocol by which we can develop research goals, uh, as well as goals to help inform 
the scientific community and, and humanity at large about the importance of this phenomenon, as well as grantsmen who can try, at the very least, to generate funds to maintain this this approach. Um, easier, obviously, said than done. But the main thing here is to not only provide for a, a, a competent governance structure, but to recruit appropriate scientists from a wide range of disciplines, from biology, physics, sociology, psychology, philosophy, religion, etc., 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 to focus attention on this, develop theories, methodological protocols in many different ways so that we have ongoing research uh, in different ways, not only necessarily with experiences or individuals who claim to have uh, upfront and personal contact with UFOs and non-human intelligent beings, of which there are, of course, many, uh, but in other ways, too, uh, in terms of quantum physics, the theoretical nature of this uh, controversial area uh, might lend some insight into what might be going on in terms of dimensional aspects of the of the phenomenon, as well as as well as paranormal like matters that seem to be also interrelated with this, and we might be looking at a phenomenon that certainly is not just uh, uh, a nuts and bolts craft from Proxima Centauri or wherever, but we may be looking at a phenomenon of which UFOs is just one component part of many once spoke on a wheel. Maybe they are interrelated with uh, other types of phenomenon, um, like near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences, uh, intuition, ESP, other paranormal, parapsychological, etc. Types of phenomena, because we see hints of this uh, in our data, and, and other researchers have obviously noted this in the past, from, from Jacques Vallée and even well, Alan Hynek as well. Let me throw one thing here. Let me throw one thing here. And we can continue our discussion on that basis. Now, one of our occasional guests on the show, and used to be a forum regular, although lately he's been very busy, and that's Red Pill Junkie, a guy named Miguel from Mexico. And he wrote a theory that we featured in the Paracast newsletter where he shows the comparison between UFO abductions and near-death experiences. Not necessarily unique, but he made a very credible case. In fact, I asked for a guest editorial of maybe a thousand words or so, and he came up with something many times that, like a large book chapter. And this is an area of focus that has to be considered. The other one is where we go back to the fact that we have these organizations that will come out if you have a sighting. MUFON will send its star team or somebody to talk to you. And the problem has always been, although they claim to be doing better now, the problem has been that when they come out, they're looking at the event as a singular entity into itself. This is the event, let's figure out what happened, not, well, let's look at the witness. What happened to the witness? Did they have something happen before the UFO, after the UFO, family histories, personal histories? Let's talk about the witness, and can we integrate that? Can we separate UFOs and other psychic events, so-called, from the percipient. And that's a question which I'd like you to focus on because you've done experience or research, and we want to get into more of that in the next segment. Remember to check out plus.thepowercast.com for the Powercast Plus. 
this is neighbors the absolute best way other than donations of course to support the work of the Paracast. Gogs Mackay is our guest co-host Robert Davis is here more to come you're in the Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Introducing the fastest-growing digital currency company in the world, OneLife. With over 2.1 million members, OneCoin is becoming the most powerful force in digital currency. It reached over a billion dollars in revenue in its first year. No other company has accomplished such an impressive feat. Now you can achieve financial independence with the strength of OneLife. Find out how to build your financial dreams. 877-933-4747. 877-933-4747. Dedicated to helping you create financial abundance. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, in keeping with this very fascinating discussion, Bob, you see the issues where I'm talking about here, about yes. the interaction between the experiencer and the experience, things like that that aren't being probed, would you like to add to it or expand on it? Uh, Gene, that's a, a very insightful point on, on your part. And, and that, I think, should be the essence of future research in terms of, again, trying to understand this phenomenon. At least it's one of several related approaches. But you mentioned the, the relation, certainly, between UFOs and NDEs. We see that, too which is very interesting uh, in terms of personal accounts of, of the experience. And Kenneth Ring, a leading NDE researcher, I think brought, first brought this to the forefront in, in his book, The Omega Project. We've surveyed over 2,800 individuals who claim 
to have conscious recall, not hypnotic regression or lucid dreaming or channeling or et cetera, et cetera. Conscious recall. And I'll probably wind up saying that three or four more times throughout the show. But that's a, a, an important aspect of the results. The outcomes in terms of positive transformative behavioral changes resulting from their experience related to before the experience and after the experience is very similar in those who have, again, UFO-related experiences with individuals who report just NDE experiences. And the similarity is, is remarkable enough to consider it noteworthy. What it means, again, is something else it's for greater minds to try to figure out. But at the very least, I, I would think sociologists and psychologists should regard that alone as being you know, comparatively important. For instance, for instance, our results are similar to the results that have been found in individuals who claim to have near-death experiences. Again, this is all claim, anecdotal. And that alone can be dismissed by, you know, many members of the scientific community. But we see similarities. What are they? Positive personal transformation. Their desires in both cases, both experiences, NDEs and UFOs, the desire to help others strongly increased over 80% in our surveys have said that. Their compassion for others has strongly increased about 75%. Their appreciation for ordinary things has strongly increased. So again, we're talking about over 75 to 80%. And I'll, I'll stop throwing out the numbers because they're very similar with respect to all this criteria. Their interest in psychic phenomena strongly increased. Their ability to love others uh, in an impersonal way also increased. Sensitivity to suffering of others Concern for spiritual matters, less interest in organized religion. It's hard not to see this as a as a possible kind of engineered awakening, you know, of maybe the human race. Like you start opening people up to new possibilities and hopefully let it filter out through the population. And what do you think about thoughts like that, Bob? Uh, do you mean, is that possibly the objective of whatever intelligence may be at, behind the phenomena? At least in part, yes. Yeah, we could only speculate, obviously, and and we can't make any conclusions. I'm not here to say that, that I am making conclusions or forcing these the, 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 this data down people's throats and, and to emphasize that, that, you know, ET's here and they're abducting humans. That may be true, may not be true, but we can't help ignore the data, which are intriguing and, and should be take, taken much more seriously than, than it already is. The point is, if individuals are being positively transformed but through their UFO contact experience and interaction with non-human intelligent beings, conscious recall, so they report, we can only speculate that as long as it is vastly positive in nature, may maybe maybe the the objective of whoever whatever is behind it is to elevate consciousness, spirituality of the human race. Maybe on a one by one basis. That's a logical. I'm not going to say conclusion, or it's a logical suggestion. Um, but we see this. Why do people who have NDEs come away? 
positively transformed. And that's a fact. That That's more of a fact than, than, it, than it pertains to UFO uh, data, which is which in comparison is limited in terms of database and sampling, um, whereas in UFOs, uh, UFOs uh, excuse me, UFO, NDEs, much more research has been done along these lines. So we can only, we can only speculate. Maybe there is something associated with that. The qualitative research we are also doing with the same individuals who, who participated in our quantitative surveys are elaborating more about this. And what they say is just that, interestingly. The purpose or the major, the major themes that emerge from what they come away with from their experiences, elevation of consciousness, uh, the betterment of humanity become more ecologically uh, sensitive. You guys are messing up the planet. You, you, consciousness is distinct from the brain. Uh, there is life after death. There are alternate dimensions. Uh, but spirituality, unconditional love, consciousness-associated uh, factors seem to be common elements of what so many are saying. And the question is, why do we see such similarity? Now, the results can certainly be dismissed, discounted, uh, criticized for methodological reasons. I understand that. I, I do, too. I, I'm a hardcore scientist by, by training, and, and I'm well aware of the limitations of survey-based research. But when we have such a large data sample from conscious individuals uh, who during their experience, report that to be the case. Yet, it's anecdotal. It's not irrefutable evidence. It's not tangible, objective evidence. But nevertheless, the large data set, the similarity of, of feedback uh, says something interesting. And I'm not going to make any conclusions based on that other, other than to hopefully publicize results, especially when we finish with our qualitative interviews and analysis on the thousands of individuals who are now providing descriptive, over, we have over 10,000 word document pages, believe it or not, of, <laughs> of these individuals who are answering, providing responses to over 60 related questions about their experience. It's, it's beyond intriguing in terms of the similarity of, of what they are coming away from the experience with. The implications, the meaning of it, uh, is for other minds greater than mine to, to try to figure out. But I, I, I don't think anybody can come up with any firm conclusion, and it would be certainly wrong, premature to do so on the basis of the preliminary results we have thus far. And this is going to be obtained worldwide. We have research going on in Germany, Latin America, uh, other countries. So the database will continue to expand greatly over time. But once we publish our results, hopefully will stimulate much more interest on the part of the scientific community to try to build upon the foundation we're attempting to provide uh, as a means to, again, gain some insights into what is going on, what governs and regulates this phenomenon. And we're not going to have answers in our lifetime. Um, maybe in our next life we will, so to speak. And I'm now writing a book on life after death, so I can't help but, but uh, get that concept in. Let me stop here for a second, Gus, and Gogs, you can go on. All right, we'll have to 
carry this over a bit to our next segment, but I want to drop in this material. Another fly in the ointment question. Of course, you've gotten consistent results from your surveys. And now we have some abduction researchers, most specifically the late Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs. To them, all abductions, or at least most of the ones they've investigated, involve attempts to make alien-human hybrids. Jacobs calls them hubrids. He thinks this is some kind of program for E.T. to create a race of hybrids that overwhelms us and eventually does, I guess, a silent takeover of Earth. And it sounds like the makings of a sci-fi movie. Want your reaction in our next segment? We've got Dr. Robert Davis with Gene and Goggs. You're in the podcast. The award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. For P150, P150 GA, P150 NY, P150 OK, P150 TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-798-4326. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away, so you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-798-4326. That's 1-800-798-4326. 1-800-798-4326. Are you retired or facing retirement and you're afraid your income is going to be less than you'd like? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, and I want to show you a low-cost way to create your own business, working around your current schedule, creating extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusades, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer or, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair 
hair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks On Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So, the question, Dr. Jacobs, Bud Hopkins. What is your opinion, Bob, about their research and their conclusions about hostile alien intent? I think it's highly inappropriate to make that conclusion. What I do agree with them about is that the so-called alien breeding program, hybridization, does seem to be a component, certainly, of the abduction experience. And, uh, you know, over 500 individuals of the over 2,800 people who we have surveyed make reference to just that in varying ways. And, And some have even commented that through telepathic communication, which is the standard channel or mode of communication conducted, uh, as as we are, are aware, they're informed. They're informed that there's an error with our DNA, and they, so to speak, are here to correct the error to result in you know these so-called new newborn star children or or or, or children who have uh, unique. Uh, abilities that supposedly are are improved uh, based on the current human templates, shall we say? Uh, the um, the alien breeding phenomenon is is a theme, not as not as uh, frequent as reported uh, by others like Hopkins and Jacobs, who I, I respect their work greatly. But again, their uh, data were based on hypnotic regression. I believe it was John Mack who said, you know, the abductee experience varies according to who does the hypnotic regression, which says something about the the poor reliability of that technique for recall, memory recall. And we know that that's well has been well established by the, the, the psychological association, although it is, is useful in some respects, but not in terms of accuracy of recall. So uh, much of their data must be interpreted with a high degree of suspicion. I would not interpret it literally, which is why, again, we focused uh, our research on on individuals who claim to have conscious recall. 
because of that confounding variable. And and if we you know write this up and we plan to in, in scholarly literature, if we say the word hypnotic regression, forget about it. We, we're up for uh, severe criticism. Yet, nevertheless, we'll be up for severe criticism <laughs> regardless, well, given the nature well, of the information. Yeah. Well, do, do you have any cases in which there may be even a modicum of independent verifications. So if somebody's claiming constant conscious recall of an abduction, uh, do you have any cases on your books in which, you know, somebody unrelated to that person may have witnessed something that kind of correlates? Or are these all single stories from single people as the sole witness? Yeah, that's a good point. Single stories from single people, and that again is a limitation uh, which uh, mitigates to some extent the, the validity of the information. But there may be a reason why, uh, hard, hard to really know for sure. Uh, but again, I go back to the number of individuals saying the same thing, the conscious recall of their accounts. But why do so many women claim that during their their presence on uh, this craft are handed a baby that looks humanoid but not 100% and they have a knowingness that it is theirs or they they're on board the ship and their a baby is taken from them uh, when they didn't know they were pregnant messages again of trying to manipulate our dna because of inherent errors in it that results in our brains being infallible the way they are or the the nature of humanity over time which is nothing to be uh, commended about maybe we're trying to be upgraded uh, mary rodwell for instance a member of our of the free uh, has done a lot of research uh, in this area and messages of dna manipulation from uh, abductees comes across in her own personal research too uh, we see we do see lines of evidence indicating there is this variable there is this component piece to the puzzle and we can only certainly speculate as to what might be going on yeah it happens it happens uh, dna uh, sperm and eggs people say yeah it, it, they they take it from us people claim to be uh, uh, sexually engaged by beings um um uh, and uh, there, there's something related to that. Now, look, all of this, all of this, everything I've said and will continue to say may all certainly be an aberration of the mind, a psychological disorder we have yet to uh, discover or realize, or not. I'm not throwing any anything uh, out, out the window in terms of possible alternative explanations um, uh, you know, b beyond the, the ET, so-called ET, uh, uh, you know, origin or nature to account for this kind of phenomenon, but, but yeah, we see the, a DNA component to it. We see missing time pieces to it. We see we see the NDE piece to it. We see the similarity of of beings encountered to it. Uh, Humanoid being, by the way, the largest percentage of humanoids, if I'm getting off the topic a little bit, followed by the greys. Over 50% are humanoid in appearance, not exactly, but humanoid looking. Obviously, the greys, certainly, insectoids, reptilians, we, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. But there are, there are so many aspects of the phenomenon 
uh, like out-of-body experiences. Uh, people claim to be taken on board, uh, you know, transported, le- levitated. Um, uh, they ma- dematerialize, uh, and go through solid matter, then appear on a ship, uh, and then they reappear, you know, somewhere in a different location, experiencing missing time. Uh, there is information about the spirit world, alternate dimensions, other realities, uh, paranormal-related experiences, consciousness that's different than the brain, information received that, that informs the experiences or abductees that you're going to get the answer in due time. You know, you're not ready, but you're, you're like the chosen one. That's why you're here on board. Uh, you're, 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 you should be privileged. Uh, but, and you'll find out the reasons. Yeah, I know you have questions, but you'll find out the reasons you know, in due time. What that means, who knows? But there are implications or information shared that have to do with the continuity of consciousness following physical death. Please, everybody, don't translate that too literally at this point in time. I'm just saying what, what we're, information that we're getting. You know, th- this is a lot different than than you know people from mars you know coming here for whatever reason there are so many aspects of this phenomenon that heineck eventually became aware of as did mac as did valet as did john keel uh a a few others even grant cameron now is is moving in this direction i had a very nice conversation with him recently um and i commend him for all his prior work and and his you know evolution in a sense to 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 this uh you know aspect of the phenomenon let's break it here i got a bunch of questions and things and there's some questions from the audience for bob we got more to come with gene and gogs you're in the podcast thank you for listening to gcn Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. There is an affordable alternative to the high cost of health care that offers freedom from insurance while providing compliance with the Obamacare individual mandate. Imagine having access to quality, affordable health care that allows you the freedom to choose your doctor and hospital. Members can share up to 100% of necessary medical expenses, including some alternative treatments. Find out how you and your family can contain health care costs without giving up your freedom. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn 
learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Dr. Otto Warburg won the Nobel Prize for discovering how cells breathe. He also discovered how normal cells turn into tumor cells. He discovered the one prime cause of cancer was cellular oxygen deficiency. Dr. Joanna Budwig built upon the work of Dr. Warburg and discovered how to feed the cells to overcome this oxygen deficiency. She found that it was the sulfur in the cottage cheese that when mixed with fresh pressed flax oil, that the flax oil would become emulsified and more readily absorbed. Flax oil delivered in this manner was able to restore oxygen transfer to all cells of the body. Now there's a new method of pressing seed oils that produces the highest quality, zero oxidation, undamaged seed oils. The results on these seed oils alone are amazing. Now add our Life Force Enhanced One World Whey Protein Powder that is much higher in the sulfur amino acids than cottage cheese is, and you have a winning combination to confer health and energy like never before. Call 888-988-3325 or visit sacredseedoils.com. That's sacredseedoils.com. Southern, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. Now, Gox is going to ask you some questions from our audience in the forums, Bob, and I'm going to ask you to keep your answers a little shorter because it's hard to get a statement in edgewise. So let me throw out possibilities here. Number one is with abductions that the experience is perceived that way, but may not be that it could be maybe a metaphor for human evolution, that we are changing into what we might call star beings as a result of evolutionary forces. Or if we're getting warnings about the condition of our planet, that's Mother Earth communicating with us, but this is the way we interpret it in a way we understand. Just a couple of possibilities there. Other than, of course, that maybe some abductions are staged by the government to investigate us. What are your reactions to any of this? Maybe all of the above, maybe maybe none of the above, or little truth to each. It's impossible. It's impossible to add any firm conclusion. And I hate to cop out, please. There's no evidence to, to support any of that other than uh, the possibility of my labs occurring. And, and again, strong anecdotal testimony by a lot of people who 
contend that there is some kind of ongoing uh, you know, specialized, unacknowledged access program, whatever, that might be doing this for whatever reason, who knows. But this has gone on for so many decades and centuries, if not throughout eternity, that uh, it's, it, you can't ascribe the phenomenon to that exclusively. Is it Mother Earth? Maybe, you know, you get you get to this you know, cosmic unconsciousness, you get into quantum physics and, and, and the, uh, alternate realities, and, and maybe maybe we're being affected somehow by mm. by beings from another dimension. Uh, well, Bob, you know, yeah. b- um, before, before we go on, earlier on you said that, you know, uh, that there are no uh, peer-reviewed scientific journals that will publish... Uh, papers on you, anything to do with ufology. How does your organization hope to kind of break through that kind of thing? And uh, any of your research's conclusions, how do you hope to actually filter that out of the ufological community and get the non-ufological scientific community to, to maybe take note and start making headway into the rest of the you know the planet to who isn't into ufos yeah there's one journal in particular journal journal of scientific exploration that that might very well be an appropriate uh, uh, source for publishing the data it, uh, there there are others refereed or not these are nevertheless there are respected journals out there that do have a large following and and I will certainly try and as well as other members of of free will certainly try to uh, co-author articles exclusively in journals in various topic areas so, and see where that potentially goes. Obviously, we'll give presentations, not only to MUFON. I'm giving one in February. I hope to see you gentlemen there if you, if you should attend. But again, again, who am I talking to? You know, a select audience. I'm not going to really turn anybody on or shake things up in, in the way that I want it to be for ufology to evolve. But I foresee certainly giving papers at more professional conferences that are scientific-oriented. And certainly write books on it. Um, it's going to be a slow, evolving process. But if anything, yes, we have to educate the scientific community, try to arm twist, twist them in a reasonable fashion, providing research that is at least, uh, in their minds, relatively valid and reliable at the spark understandable interest in, in, in this phenomenon. And, and that's something that just... I can't understand. I truly can't understand. Uh, it, you know, is it just me? Uh, there's not many scientists out there who are engaged in research. And I'm saying, am I crazy? <laughs> well, and, you know, there's part of the problem you know, here also, Bob, is that the coverage of UFOs and related phenomena is all about these are ET believers. That's it. They're ET believers. You have this spin by the mainstream media. And it makes it more and more difficult as a result all these years, ET believers, that this way scientists, mainstream scientists, are reluctant to get involved because they think we're all a bunch of kooks. I remember, for example, the International UFO Congress in this area in February. And one year I read a story where it was all about abductees commiserating with one another. That's what the whole thing was about. Not that maybe there is a portion of people 
who are abductees who are communicating with one another and they get together at an event like this. It's everyone. It's that spin that makes it difficult to get what you want. You're hitting it right on on target. Not surprisingly, Gene, you do that uh, quite frequently. Um, very. I insightful. resemble that remark. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's associated with New Age movement, and it is. It's associated with uh, leading ufologists who make uh, extraordinary claims with um, a lack of supportive evidence. Uh, it's 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 a combination of of these factors among many others besides the uh, enigmatic unbelievable you know concept in and of itself uh and and of course the lack of ridicule factor among others that that simply turns too many off um as well as the general population um but yeah uh, it, it's regarded as a pseudoscience and if anything it should be turned into a an established multidisciplinary science scientific discipline and that's where i want ufology to go it's going to be a long evolving process but i think we need to try and I'm speaking to everybody out there who's, who's, who, who represents the leadership in ufology. I commend all of you. I have great respect for you. Thank you for all oh, you've done. But, okay, Bob, we're going to move yeah. into some uh, listeners' questions, which we obviously every do, yeah. um, every show. Um, people can post their questions at forum.theparacast.com. When we know a guest is coming up and, and there's enough notice, we give listeners a chance to post their own questions so that it can be read out. And uh, I'm looking at a few here by Eric the Red, who's been a forum regular for quite a while now, 2013 he joined. Um, some of his questions he's written are a little bit wordy, um, but I am going to actually take a stab at number five in his seven questions he's put for you. Um, and that is, if these contacts are happening as frequently as Free might believe they are, how is it then that this has not been captured on camera yet? Alien contact would be the discovery of human history, and yet no one has managed to set up a camera on a tripod to film this. It defies belief. This fact alone would add weight to the view that we're not dealing with actual contact at all, but rather a complex psychological confabulation process made popular and socially acceptable by mass media yeah. and New Age believers. Yeah, yeah. How would you respond yeah. to that? I, I, I would not make that cause-effect relationship there just because we don't have you know, uh, uh, pictures uh, of, of their experience. I would not then draw the conclusion that it's confabulated confabulation-based, uh, you know, experience or recall via hypnotic, re hypnotic regression certainly can create confabulation. Um, but, but, you know, one possible explanation is that uh, they prevent <laughs> any videos or pictures being taken for obvious reasons. And we know that, that the phenomenon is associated with electrical interference in cars and other kinds of uh, electronic-based uh, equipment. Uh, and, and that might be at play here as well, uh, although their motives may be, again, we don't want to shake up things too much by having everybody aware that, that we are here for whatever reason. 
Let me do our break here and you continue yep. with your answer. With Robert Davis, we have our guest co-host, Gogs Mackay. And Gene Steinberg, you're in... The Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. 
Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. This is an alert. If your business or church is building this year, you're about to pay more than you should. This could mean thousands of dollars more for your office, retail space, church, or warehouse. A general steel building can save you as much as half the cost and time of similar conventional construction. And we're offering rebates of up to $20,000 to help you build today. Call General Steel for free information that could save you thousands. Call 866-91-STEEL. 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 Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Oh, we love to embarrass our guests. <laughs> okay, you had a long response to Gog's question from our listener there. Do you want to pick up on it before we go to another question? No, I, I think I, I think I, I said it like can on that. Okay, so I'm just going to go and choose a, a quickie now from Eric's Red again, and that is a major metholo- methodological problem is that a patently false ET contact story could be look identical to one that allegedly isn't. How can we tell them apart? Well, well, you can't. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are many uh, frauds uh, as part of our survey. Uh, many people who have psychological disorders as part of our survey. Um, but here again, collectively, the evidence suggests that the vast uh, sheer number of people responding in a similar fashion, you know, uh, excludes many of those types of individuals who who you know fabricate uh, who. C- you know, come up with uh, second stories for secondary gain for whatever reason. Um, but um, no, it's, it's a reasonable question. But but you really can't tell tell it apart. You know, it's, it's could be science fiction in part uh, or, or or not. But it but uh, it's an understandable concern. That's an honest answer. And um, I, I tell you, but Bob, sometimes you know you. you you know, um, sometimes we are interviewing someone just like in real life or anything. Some with some people who are not very chatty, it's like getting blood from a stone. But I have to thank you that, that you you're half doing the show for us, because you you know we give you a question and you're you're just giving so much as an answer. But I want to get through a few, so we'll try and keep it brief. And that is, so I'm going to go to Technomage now. He's been around for a while too, and he often puts in very good questions. Um, I'll go for one of the simple ones at the start here. Have you drawn any conclusions on the, uh, I know you're going to say no conclusions. Let's say, what are your thoughts on the Betty Barney Hill abduction case? My thoughts is uh, very interesting, <laughs> to, to put it mildly. Uh, hard, to, hard to know for sure uh, whether or not there's irrefutable evidence to support what happened, actually happened in the form of extraterrestrials. It, I mean, independent communication 
by different uh, hypnotists or the same hypnotist, but on, again, two different occasions, uh, reveal the same, essentially the same story from each one. But again, it's regressive techniques, which is questionable. But uh, yes, yeah, that's how it set the foundation, wheels in, in motion for possible cycle cultural uh, influences on the part of others who you know focus in on that and somehow you know, also generate similar types of uh, stories based on that experience alone because the abduction scenario really was stimulated uh, the the incidence of such stories uh, skyrocketed after that initial initial you know widely publicized event but you know but you know, let me uh, mention one thing uh, regarding the survey data we have and i appreciate the, the questions on the part of your, your audience and i hope to hear more of them the question we asked if you could stop your et contact experience would you 90 percent said no 90 percent said no out of the, again over 2800 with conscious recall do you feel there's so, some sort of grand plan in motion that experiences are all a part of? 90% said yes. Again, 42% said they feel they're involved in an alien breeding program. But the, the key point here is over 40% have been claimed to be abducted over 10 times throughout their life. That's not uncommon, and we know that. But why does such a vast majority say they don't want these experiences to end in part because they realize it's a positive effect on their behavior attitude philosophies Um, and the question again is why and i i I would think sociologists and psychologists alone would find that fascinating and if the data maintain uh over time with a much more substantially large population base which we will have worldwide I, i don't know how uh, researchers could ignore that alone, let alone everything else. Uh, it's it's it, it's impossible to understand and explain, but it certainly is gets my attention more than anything else. The thing the thing that's always got me about the abduction phenomenon is maybe not yourself and free, but according to some researchers, it's just the numbers reported, and especially in North America. It it seems to be, I don't know if it's due to a UFO culture or just the saturation of news media and what have you, compared to another country or landmass with a similar population, but the, the numbers are just frightening if even remotely true we're talking about you know a sizable percentage of the you know the population of the united states are apparently claiming to have had some kind of abduction experience now i might i just want to quickly add in here i have mentioned on shows past that i did have one kind of semi-waking experience that was kind of like abduction thing i have absolutely no doubt was just some kind of, you know, hypnagogic dream or sleep paralysis or something which I've had. I don't think I've been abducted. But weirdly, in the last few weeks, I noticed that on the back of my left hand, I've now got a perfect isosceles triangle of three marks. I'm not saying this is from any abduction stuff, but I know these have been seen before, and it's it's very weird to get three kind of spots or something that seem to be permanent fixtures 
Uh, I've no idea where they came from. I don't remember like the day they weren't there and the day they were they were, but you know, and I'll maybe post a photo in the forum, but they're there, and I just wonder, you know, if I was someone else, having the you know the fact that I am claiming that you know ten fifteen years ago I did have some strange kind of experience that I just think was my mind, but now with this second thing, I'm just thinking, you know, would maybe would another person or 50 percent of people with these two experiences in their life would they go on to confabulate something knowingly or unknowingly you know not intentionally um so these are kind of my thoughts well, on abduction well I, I i i would uh i think gene did it i wouldn't rule that out as a possibility <laughs> you know if i may uh you think well you think? i'll tell yeah. you something uh, they blame me for everything there's very little that they don't blame me for. Like, right. there are people who blame me because I've had financial difficulties in recent years. That's my fault. Well, you know, I guess we can say maybe I could have done things differently. But we can't always blame people just because what happens to them is not what they like or you'd like to happen to them. It doesn't make any exactly. sense to me either. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Yes, getting back to your point, certainly uh, many people would come to the conclusion that, that the symptoms you're experiencing are related to an abduction phenomenon. But let's be objective. Uh, let's, uh, let's not firmly make a conclusion without more uh, data, shall we say. It's unusual, yes, but it could be meaningless or it could be something. Uh, let's see what else happens to over the next uh, <laughs> a few years. Maybe maybe something is happening uh, along these lines. It's ha ha certainly hard to say. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, alien abduction researchers have, of course, noted that in their sample population. People report that now as well. It's not an uncommon uh, circumstance. Dr. Roger Lear, Obviously, removed implants from from individuals, uh, uh, and, you know, and he said uh, under analysis uh, it was uh, considered to be of non-earthly origin. You know, I can go into some detail about it, but I want to ask mm -hmm. you about that maybe in our next segment because we had the late Doctor Lear on the Paracast on a few occasions, and he seemed like a genial gentleman, and he kept making this claim about these removed implants, exhibiting evidence of maybe being of non-alien origin. But has that been independently confirmed? That's a very important question, and I want you to get to that with our next segment. I would want to tell you, folks, that the best way to support the Paracast is to become a member of the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. We give you the commercial-free version of this show, the After the Paracast podcast, an exclusive show transcripts, videos, all sorts of stuff. And we have special deals if you get a five-year subscription or a lifetime subscription. We've got such a deal for you. Such a deal is what the, my mother used to tell me in Brooklyn many years ago. Plus.theparacast.com. Dr. Robert Davis, Gox McKay, our guest co-host. You're in the podcast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? Like someone or some company is tracking your every move online? I know I do. That's why I trust Private Internet Access VPN to keep me safe when I'm online. I use it to encrypt my traffic and use an anonymous IP address. Private Internet Access keeps your internet traffic safe from unwanted eyes so you can finally feel safe. $40 a year for peace of mind is a no-brainer. Sign up today at privateinternetaccess.com. Once again, that's privateinternetaccess.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, we have Robert Davis joining us. His book, which is in front of me, is called The UFO Phenomenon, Should I Believe? So I posed a few questions or flies in the ointment there, Bob, would you respond to them? Uh, regarding the implant evidence from Dr. Roger Lear, I suspect most of your listening audience is aware of uh, his his work. Uh, he was a uh, podiatry surgeon. Uh, he had a great interest, of course, in the implant uh, phenomenon, which people report to have uh, received. Upon removal of these devices, which he contend uh, actually moved away from his scalpel when, it, when he attempted to retrieve them, as if it had uh, some type of uh, reflexive nature to it. Uh, he said it was, if I'm, my memory is right, he, he said it was encased in a dense, gray, tough membrane uh, composed of blood protein and skin cells, and there was no inflammatory process to the adjacent tissue, which is uh, not customary for uh, anything that's foreign yeah. being in the body. I was just going to say, yeah, that he always, uh, always would highlight the fact the total lack of inflammatory response. I mean, this is a, a major thing that any time you put a foreign body inside the human body, it has an, a, a response to kind of kill the invader, if you like. And the only things like, I suppose, medical steel or, you know, whatever 
clean metals, glass, plastic, you know, are the only things that you, you may be able to slip into a body that may not, will not produce such a response. But generally, for and certainly if people are trying to argue, well, there's nothing unearthly about what's that somebody stepped on a nail a bit's worked its way into the guy he's forgotten about it 10 years later it's worked its way into a place where it's touching a nerve now he thinks he's got something they have a look but these objects he's pulling out they don't seem to fit into that category do they uh, no while there is some unusual biologic uh, activity associated with it it doesn't again mean that uh, some alien put put it in there for whatever for whatever reason it's nevertheless unusual but but he 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 said upon the analysis of the implants that they were basically i think he called it meteoric in origin and it contained over 10 different elements but they did uh, a lot of analysis one being a metallurgical uh, analysis which came back with the conclusion that it was quote unquote if our memory is right extraterrestrial in origin and it, it included metals or um, isotopic ratios i think of the metal composition that was concluded by those who were performing the analysis to not be from earth well i'd love to see that independently corroborated by other researchers we need that by more than one to see if we get the similar conclusions uh, above all Above all, along these lines, in a sense, above all, I would love to give these individuals who claim to have repeated abduction experiences, of which there are many. It's, it's very common, as you well know, to have repeated abductions over one's lifetime. Let's give them a DNA assay a kit so that the next time they're abducted, they take it with them. Right, uh, and get a, some type of a skin sample. I say this kiddingly and not kiddingly. A skin sample, uh, which obviously is not going to be allowed, possibly, uh, and bring it back home. If we, you know, if we can get some DNA evidence, that above all will provide a basis for objectively confirming that we have some non-Earthlings, so to speak, uh, here. That would be significant. And maybe maybe some future researchers will look at that as, as a distinct possibility, as absurd in principle maybe as it might sound initially. But there are certainly many other different types of approaches that should be initiated uh, to better understand the phenomenon. Um, Right, Bob, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, go back to the f listeners' questions again from forum.theparacast.com, uh, actually from a fellow Scotsman going by the moniker Spectre73, and he's got quite a simple question, and that is, do you think speculation on the who's and why's of the UFO phenomenon is important? Should we instead be focusing on the individuals who have the experience, what was happening in their life before and after? And I think we touched on that earlier on, but this is specific. Yeah, uh, we did touch upon that earlier, but that, that again is a very, very insightful comment and, and, and question. Yes, indeed. And the, the essence of where we need to go is just in that direction, which is, again, Free is attempting to do. Try to understand the essence of the experience by those who claim to have conscious recall of an encounter with some non-human intelligent being. Uh, if we can understand the so-called phenomenological aspects of it, the meaning and impact it had on their life 
from before and the transitory effects that that experience had had after the experience, that would say a great deal, as well as trying to understand the psychological profile, obviously, of the of that individual. But yes, we did touch upon it prior, based on the, the, the positive transformative aspects of, of the encounter experience um, relative to before and after the experience, which again is similar to the those who have an NDE. Um, but that is getting at the heart of the matter. Uh, let's study the person. Uh, let's try to figure out the true nature of their experience as best as possible. And that's what we're trying to do, not only from our surveys, which is somewhat cryptic, all or none, binary in nature, yes, no, increase, decrease, that's important. But the qualitative aspect of our research, the in-depth um, uh, explanations that are being given to us, which again, we're going to follow up with very in-depth interviews on the same subjects that have responded to our surveys and phase three, the qualitative answers to 60 or so questions about various topic areas of the experience. That will provide, I think, some additional needed insight that hasn't been done before. We've had some small-scale studies in this general topic area done by a few others, many fewer people, basically under hypnotic regression. Uh, Kathleen Martin, for one, uh, commend her work. She was a part of Free, uh, and, and she, she uh, will co probably come back to us. Uh, she's done extraordinary work in that area. Uh, but again, her subjects were hypnotic, uh, had hypnotic regression. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing it, but I would prefer conscious recall uh, for obvious reasons, many obvious reasons uh, that I don't want to really get into now. It's not appropriate. But yes, you, the, the, you're, uh, the, the person that asked that question is right on. I, what do you think about... Are you aware of kind of what goes on in, in ufology in, say, for instance, countries in the Far East, maybe Japan, China, apparently has got, you know, probably due to its population size, um, a very large UFO research, uh, pop UFO research population. Are there any, are you aware of any kind of uh, parallel groups, if you like, that are investigating the same things that free is, um, but, you know, in any, say, non-America's country or non-Europe country. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not that familiar with, with that, which is one reason why, again, we need to somehow put all of these organizations that are conducting research under one umbrella and share information. Otherwise, it's, um, you can't make sense of, of all the data. It's independent in nature. It's, it's, we, don't, we don't, again, uh, analyze the total population base or have the similar methodology to explore the same questions that are being asked. Uh, so, so that's one reason why we need to do that. But here again, we have we are doing uh, research with other uh, scholars in in many other countries. We got more to come with Robert Davis, Gene Steinberg, Gogs Mackay. You're in the podcast. <laughs> 
the award-winning Graphic Converter 10, the universal genius for photo editing apps on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for the Swiss Army Knife app. It gives you all the features that you expect. And most important, it's easy to use. You can get it for just $39.95 from www.lemkesoft.com. That's www.lemkesoft.com. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. 800-930-5137. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Chris O'Brien is on the road and unable to connect to us because he's kind of out of the area where he has decent self-service. We have Robert Davis, the author of The UFO Phenomenon. Our guest co-host is Gogs Mackay. Bob, you want to continue before we move on to other questions? Uh, yeah, briefly. Just about all countries have a variety of organizations that that address this phenomenon. Here again, all the more reason to, uh, so to speak, defragment the fragmented worldwide ufological uh, effort. And how that's going to be accomplished, I don't know. Uh, that's quite a monumental task. But the question, one question is, are there any psychocultural uh, uh, variables that, that are associated with the phenomenon? Because we do see that, for instance, with reincarnation evidence. Uh, countries that have a pronounced uh, uh, belief uh, in reincarnation uh, tend to illustrate a higher incidence of individuals who claim to have past life recall. Well, do we also see that with respect to the UFO phenomenon? Uh, it's just an interesting um, variable to, to explore further, nevertheless, among other many other variables. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, that's one reason why we're, we're conducting this research worldwide, maybe not completely, but we're, we're incorporating certainly researchers in other uh, re countries. You know, we, I, we, I have to wonder that this, when we talked earlier, when I asked you earlier on about, you know, what would we like UFO, ufology to look like if we were to kind of shake it all up and, you know, bring it to a state that we'd like to see it in. And I'm kind of reminded of how a possible chance in the past, back in the 70s, when the president of Grenada was going to be making a request at the United Nations about forming a kind of a UN committee to look at the subject. And, you know, at the last minute, you know, there were some interesting people involved in that. Uh, Jack Vallee was one of them, I believe. I know, I know that this the president Eric Gray, I think his name was, or something like that, Sir Eric Gray. But his he was persuaded, kind of at the last minute, to drop his official kind of uh, question. And funnily enough, you know, very soon after, uh, obviously the island was invaded as well um, <laughs> by by America. And you've just got to wonder if was was somebody putting the dampers down on. Well, on that, you know, had that seed been planted then and been able to take hold, you know, who knows where we may have been today. But, uh, you know, it, it does feel that, you know, when you get to the top of government and stuff, this subject is nonsense. And I just don't know how we're going to break through that particular glass ceiling, even even if Hillary Clinton um, was were to become uh, president um, and she's, you know, made a couple of pronouncements about um, ufology and obviously she's got John Podesta as a, on her ticket 
not as a running mate, but obviously an advisor and possible cabinet member. But I, I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it would go anywhere with her. I don't see any, I don't see any American or British government or Russian government coming forward with anything. Probably not China either, but maybe a country like France. But certainly one of the South American countries. I think that's where we may look 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 yeah. to, to get something going. Yes, you're, you're right. There, there are obviously some countries whose government is much more open about the phenomenon with, with the public at large. Um, the United States is certainly not one of them, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but, of course, we can't rely on any government to um, facilitate an organized um, governance structure and associated research effort of the phenomenon. We have to rely on me, you, and other people uh, to do whatever may be necessary, you know, by utilizing maybe some established uh, organizations and and modifying it in some way or, or establishing a new organization from the ground up, like free, although free is not really a good example. But the point is that we need to get a group of dedicated people with the right credentials, mindset, mission, research capabilities, etc., etc. An idealized approach, which I address in my book, uh, UFO Phenomenon, should I, should I believe in terms of where we need to go uh, in terms of the governance of the of this and associated research but the point is and i think we all can agree and maybe some can't we are in a state of disarray this is not a unique perspective and it's a very very frustrating issue a personal issue as well as not only me but many many others i know share this position we need to do something different this is such a pronounced phenomenon that requires such dedicated attention by so many scientists and non-scientists to try to figure out what's going on because the implications, if known, about what this phenomenon is could be quite significant, again, on an individual and societal level. And even if we did organize a new organ, uh, a new structure and conduct many different types of research uh, by independent investigators, we still might not draw any conclusion or gain any additional knowledge that we already have. But the point is we need to try to do something different. Um, Again, I'm tired of reading the books about UFOs over Brooklyn and the Bronx and Long Island. And and my, you know, my aunt was abducted by XYZ. You know what I mean? There's too much of that nonsense out there. We all know that. And that's what turns off a lot of people in general and obviously the scientific community is so much of this nonsense. And I don't know how to, to get across the notion that this this should not be perceived as a new age pseudoscience. It should not be. There are so many aspects of the phenomenon that are so profoundly interesting and important and real and valid. And that's the only thing I will say with certainty. This is a valid phenomenon. That's all I can say. Well, we talk about it all the time in the podcast in that, you know, one opportunity should be for possibly enlightening some people maybe to well we don't think we're going to get maybe the younger text mad um social media mad generation to physical conferences but if we use the technology that they're interested in facebook you know tinder whatever all these anything and just 
you know, uh, anything electronic on the internet. Um, but we need to move away from having serious researchers on the same platform as the the fringe ones. And I, the really annoying thing for me is it seems that if you want to sell tickets to a conference, you have to almost, the, the ratio of like a big draw name to serious researcher name, it's about five to one, as in you need five of the idiots who are not really teaching us anything and maybe full of crap and to one serious researcher, but it's it's those five that the people are paying to go and see. You know, they want to see, see these certain people all the time, but they're not teaching them anything new at all. Let's do our break here. Cox McKay is our guest co-host. Robert Davis is the author of UFO Phenomenon. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Para 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 Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Paid not attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937 is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation unfavorable comments embarrassing pictures videos legal documents and negative articles can ruin your personal life your career or your business it happens a lot and it's just not fair but what can you do reputationdefender.com can help protect your good name get a free consultation now call 800-831-0771 that's 800-831-0771 call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from ReputationDefender.com right now. Call 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury help desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention prescription antibiotic drug users. Have you or a loved one suffered an aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, 
after taking the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox? These popular antibiotic drugs have been prescribed more than 80 million times since 2004, and medical studies show an increased risk of the following injuries. Aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, and abdominal aortic aneurysm. If you or a loved one used the prescription antibiotic drugs Levaquin or Avalox and suffered from aortic dissection, aortic aneurysm, or abdominal aortic aneurysm, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. 800-823-3851. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, 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 okay. It sounds like you wanted to become Porky Pig, Porky Pig. I can't do that imitation. Mm-hmm. Only one guy in the universe could do Porky Pig, and that was the late male blank. The UFO Phenomenon is the book. Goggs was making kind of a commentary there, and I think Robert would like to answer. Well, yeah, it's a reasonable idea. And we go to these conferences and we hear the same thing, maybe with a different twist. We hear the uh, certain you know, spiritualist, metaphysical, um, uh, hypnotic, regressive uh, experiences that, that relate to abductions, and that's fine. And there may actually be considerable truth to, to a lot of it. Um, you know, Rosemary Ellen Galley, a member of our, our Free, you know, she, she, she is well aware, is a leading authority on all aspects of the paranormal, and, and, and she has considerable insight into this in terms of the association with the UFO phenomenon, again, being one, one piece of a spectrum of paranormal e- events. But, but here again, um, you know, I look at the scorecard where I'll be presenting at the International Con- uh, UFO Congress in February, and, and I'm going to present at a conference in Australia, and, and I'm looking forward to it for several reasons, but, but I look at the scorecard and the presenters and, and what they're talking about and who they are, and, and it's great. I'm going to listen. I try to listen to every one, but the point is this. We don't learn anything about anything new about the phenomenon. Not that I'm going to present anything that's you know uniquely different, but but I hope again to, to lay the groundwork for additional research to be done, uh, stimulate interest, and that's my objective with free. You know, let's try to get the ball rolling. Let so, me just tell you something here. 
as you were talking, I was thinking about the old days of vaudeville, where you had a number of these acts, singers, comedians, whatever, and they'd have this fixed thing they do year after year. They have the thing that made them famous, the single act, the single skit. And they do it over and over again. This is before they had television. So they can do the same thing at every venue. And to the people there, well, maybe they saw it once or twice before and they like it. Or maybe it's the first time for them. Of course, with TV, you use up all your material. And sometimes I think with UFO conventions, people come out there, they do their thing. And then the next act gets up there and they do their thing. And it's like a UFO vaudeville show. It is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and they sell books in the process, which is all well and good. But it's hard to develop something new and different to study the phenomenon. I mean, that's why people focus on retrospective events. It is interesting. And they know people are interested in that. So it sells books, and thus they focus their attention on, on readership that is, is going to consume it in, in more than one way. But what's well, new and different? And there's nothing. Well, what gets me is I can, I can imagine, say I lived in Phoenix or something, I can imagine a circumstance in which maybe I'm having a... I'm trying to persuade a friend who's... Slightly open-minded, but not really into UFOs or anything. I'm I'm trying to persuade this friend to come along and see maybe a certain speaker at a local convention. And I arrange to meet the guy there, and off I go, and uh, and maybe he turns up early. And as he walks in, the speaker on stage is maybe the one speaker I didn't want him to see. And he sits there and listens to, you know, whatever. And, you know, you were trying to get him to be exposed to a a certain fact, certain point of view, whatever. And he comes there and sees all these people enthralled to a bit of a woo-woo crowd, true believer kind of thing going on. That person will just go, see, that's, this is exactly what I thought they'd all be like. They'd be listening to stuff like that, which is obviously ridiculous. And, uh, you know, and this, this friend walks off not having even had his chance to have his mind changed because he, just because he was a bit early or something. But my, my point is... is in most things in life, you you maybe can get to see, it doesn't have to be ufology, but you can get to see things that are a common theme or whatever. But it seems to be with ufology, you have to rub up right up against things and people and points of view that are almost completely opposite to your own, but it's still under the umbrella of ufology. And to the people on the outside, they think, that you know we we fall for it all we we believe it all and whatever and how do we get away from stuff that's got no data yeah i very insightful you know i'm I'm inclined to forget about ufology with, with this data and go to go to other more established respected scientific based organizations like like the society for noetic sciences that dr edgar mitchell founded and for those who may not know he was a six person to walk on the moon a leading scientist and and he founded free 
uh, as well. Uh, he passed away over a year ago. Remarkable individual on so many levels. But here again, he believed in the phenomenon. And he's a proponent of the, of the quantum hologram theory. And several physicists on, as part of free also proposed that theory as, as a possible, possible explanation for all paranormal events, not just UFOs. But here again, presenting our evidence, not only at UFO conferences, but uh, conferences of consciousness studies. In fact, Ray Hernandez and I are going to pre present a paper at a, a consciousness conference. This is where this is where we need to publicize the kinds of results that we're obtaining, uh, where we'll have uh, an audience composed of more, let's say, a more scientific-oriented, less new-agey kind of crowd. I'm not putting them down. I, I, I applaud everybody who has some degree of interest in it, but be, but be objective, don't debunk, and, and, and I think it's great. Communicate about it. It's a, it's a fascinating topic on many levels. But here again, there are other alternative audiences other than the International UFO Congress, which again, I commend Alejandro Rojas, wonderful individual, has done a great deal for the for ufology, uh, but Institute of Noetic Sciences, among other kinds of consciousness-based uh, organizations, should be probably be the focus of, of where we should present our, our research, I intend to, uh, as well as of physics, getting into aspects of the quantum hologram theory. Not, not. We don't have time to get into it here, but that could be possibly explained as well, despite its controversial nature. And you know. So, Bob, yeah, I was just going to ask you: Can you give us a, a quick thumbnail on the quantum hologram theory? Uh, very briefly. Uh, it's one aspect of a theory in quantum physics that also relates to the multiverse. Uh, the possible existence, in other words, of alternate realities or dimensions that coexist with ours. Hawking was a proponent of it, Mikhail Kaku, many leading physicists believe this to be the case. And it pro may provide the means by which consciousness could possibly exist apart from the brain. And the UFO phenomenon could be one line of evidence which supports this concept. Um, as well as to explain NDEs and out-of-body experiences. You know, something having to do with the consciousness-brain distinction has been in, explained using holographic principles. Hammerhoff and Penrose, uh, among other uh, physicians, have, among many others, uh, have looked at this and, and interpreted it in this way, uh, as did Edgar Mitchell and Rudy Shield. Uh, again, who founded and is a member of our organization, but you know, we get into the interconnectedness of, of, of matter that exists throughout the universe. You manipulate one here and something light years away is going to respond in return. This might explain remote viewing, telepathy, which experiences contend that's the mode of communication. Let's break here and we'll continue with our final segment about the interconnectedness. Interconnectedness, what a concept, and also a pretty difficult word to say sometimes. Robert Davis, Gene Steinberg, Gogs Mackay, you're in the podcast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy 
We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Worried about lead, fluoride, and other contaminants in your drinking water? Get a ProPure with the Pro1G 2.0 cleanable reusable filter and remove up to 200 contaminants. Drink water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure products, including the new ProMax shower filter. There's a ProPure for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Do you ever feel like you're being watched? Like someone or some company is tracking your every move online? I know I do. That's why I trust Private Internet Access VPN to keep me safe when I'm online. I use it to encrypt my traffic and use an anonymous IP address. Private Internet Access keeps your internet traffic safe from unwanted eyes so you can finally feel safe. $40 a year for peace of mind is a no-brainer. Sign up today at privateinternetaccess.com. Once again, that's privateinternetaccess.com. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Thank you. 
Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Now, in connection with what you were saying, Bob, about this interconnectedness that might explain remote viewing or telepathy, what about travel? Could one travel from one place to another instantaneously by some means on the same basis that we are interconnected somehow? Teleportation. You know, if you, you ascribe to some of the reports by, again, experiences, they contend that that happens to them. They are teleported. You know, dematerialization occurs. Uh, again, what, what governs that? Who knows? And quantum physics does address that at some level. Obviously, we do not have uh, confirming empirical evidence to support it, but, but mathematically, conceptually, it may very well be real, yet to be proven, of course. Uh, it's not getting into time travel, which Stephen Hawking, you know, does not agree with, but teleportation may, may, may in fact be the case in terms of consciousness, especially being teleported, you know, the non-locality of consciousness, the ability to perceive events at a distance from the physical body that's deemed accurate in terms of obtaining information from elsewhere without using the ordinary senses. And people with the NDEs and vertical OBEs, out-of-body experiences, at least there's been evidence that tends to support that in many individuals. So, you know, what what is it that's approved that consciousness and the brain are two separate independent entities? They're, they are dependent at one level, but not on another level. And, and once the brain uh, or the hard drive uh, ceases to function, then uh, consciousness may potentially persist in another realm of existence, in a different time and space, in another alternate dimension. I know I know these are very vague, uh, hard to wrestle with terms, but, but this is the concepts that are thrown out in, in the field of quantum physics. It's hard to grasp. But I, I encourage individuals to read a bit more about uh, quantum physics, which might might potentially explain this. However, when people are, are abducted and they ask questions about, you know, what the heck's going on here, sometimes answers are given about quantum physics. And, and one common thread is that our notion of quantum physics, so reported, is immature. But we may be on the right track. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the coexistence of alternate dimensions is, is a, a common theory, yet to be proven, obviously. But the quantum hologram theory of consciousness tries to explain these various modalities of con contact experiences with non-human intelligences. Um, and we're trying to get a better understanding if we can try to associate these types of experiences with principles of science. And boy, that's easier said than done, obviously. And we, we may be able to make a small dent in the overall picture. But again, we need to provide some degree of foundation by which other scientists in the future can build upon and possibly expand this into a model that is validated or not. And that certainly remains to be seen. But this is the direction ufology needs to go. And I'm, I'm not counting on ufology, MUFON, etc. to do it. They don't have the means to do it. They don't have the personnel to do it. And that's why we need a need a new ufological mission organization. Uh, I'm not looking to run it, but I'm, all I'm saying is something dramatically different must happen in order for us to gain some degree of understanding of this most 
profound and perplexing phenomenon that begs for attention by mainstream science and the public at large. And until we do initiate this organized, what, effort, process, we're going to be twiddling our thumbs and wasting our time going nowhere trying to understand this phenomenon. Robert, you'll be aware of the term the invisible college, yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wonder, I'm sure I've heard kind of, it was obviously probably on, on the podcast. I'm sure I've heard relatively recently that maybe guys like Jack Valley are involved in some research right now, but they're being anything but public about it. And I, I wonder if, because I think America probably is the last place where your ideas of a, a, a new open maybe multidisciplinary look at these these basically a lot of things all boiling down to consciousness really you know i i i wonder is this going on already but because just because of the way the subjects are perceived that maybe nobody's talking about it so in a way it's kind of secret itself it may already be going on it may very well be and yes i i do get a sense that consciousness quantum physics are key underlying parameters that must be explored further in regards to this and among many other phenomenon. I'm almost certain, no evidence to support it, but I'm almost certain that that whomever, wherever, part of the CIA, military, who knows, or think tanks, independent researchers, yes, are focusing their efforts in this direction. I think a lot more is understood, known about things we're talking about, about this phenomenon that we do not obviously have access to. And we want the government or whomever to disclose what they know of Roswell and, and you know the, the disclosure project and things that Dolan talks about and others. That, that's all well and good. Excuse me. Waste of time. What we need to do is get disclosure, however, on just what we're talking about, possible, possible ongoing research in these areas by key individuals who are not going to disclose this information, I think for obvious reasons, but they're onto something. And I think this is what we're getting from our research. This is the direction, we may be wrong, but I think this is the direction, consciousness, quantum physics, and other associated issues, but these are the key elements that need to be researched. And yes, it is likely occurring in some way, shape, or form, for whatever means, reasons I don't know, well, to understand the phenomenon. Uh, to whose benefit? Not entirely sure. But the point is, the public at large, not secretively, should be engaged in similar type of efforts. And we certainly have personnel worldwide who are more than willing to do that. How we unify that effort, how we provide funding for that effort are the key questions. Do you expect, we have only about a minute or so to go here before I get closing credits. So, Bob, do you think we're going to see any success at all, even if we don't throw out ufology? But if we do and give it a graceful burial at long last, do you see any real progress, as you say, maybe not in our lifetimes? Um, 
Progress? Yeah, um, probably not. Um, I think we'll, we'll gain more insights from individual experiences. Uh, that may set a, a, a good foundation for further research uh, to explore the essence of the experience. Uh, that, I think, is the key, the impact on the individual, the transformative effects these experiences have, its, its correlation with other types of phenomena. Yes, indeed. Trying to connect the dots, uh, which is easier said than done. Ufology, the way it stands, they'll never get at the issue at hand. They'll never uncover what's going on by a long shot. Long shot. They're, they're on the first step of a, of a uh, you know, ladder that reaches to the World Trade Center. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 we're going nowhere. We're going nowhere. Nevertheless, it's entertaining. It's interesting. We, we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. I commend you all, people. I commend you all researchers who have, who have focused attention, who have done research, you're wonderful. Robert Davis, please tell our listeners quickly how they can find out more information about what you do. Uh, my website is theufophenomenon.com. That pretty much will tell it all. I've obviously been on other radio shows. They can find that on my website and Google. But more importantly, uh, listen to your show, which I have great respect for. You do wonderful, wonderful work. Um, I've been a big fan for many years. And focus on what the research is that Free is undertaking, experiencer.org. We share our survey results. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. Look for the Paracast on Twitter. Look for... The Paracast Fan Clubs, plural. On Facebook, check out The Paracast Plus at plus.theparacast.com for the commercial-free version of this show, the exclusive After the Paracast podcast, show transcripts, videos, a whole lot more. And for lifetime and five-year subscriptions, free eBooks, lots more coming. Learn more, how to sign up, plus.theparacast.com plus.theparacast.com Robert Davis, thank you for joining us on The Paracast. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. You've been wonderful hosts. The Paracast featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.